0: I'm Morgan, and I'm Trisha, and we are first time new moms. Join us on this crazy, beautiful ride of momhood, where we mom cast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom.
1: This is mom jeans and minivans for the perfectly imperfect mom. Hi. Hi, Trisha. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I feel like i haven't seen you in so long uh because you haven't i, I know. keep getting all these memories i know on my phone of the girls and i'm like oh oh my gosh and then I i've been sorting i mean that's just like a reminder in itself of how small they were at one and then i finally finished sorting through all of charlie's clothes from newborn to two years old and pulling the unisex stuff Aww. and i mean talk about remembering when her clothes were they felt so big and then you look at them like oh they're so tiny i remember Aww. when i had to fold the waist down so they wouldn't fall off you and ah, so i'm just like oh all these memories of how tiny they were and then you sent me video of remy i'm like oh her hair grew about two inches since i last saw her she looks oh so much gosh. older
0: so did her legs <laughs> <laughs> Mike, how did
1: you get so long? Why are you so big? I oh. Know. I know, and I I feel like we're not going to see each other before this baby comes. So I'm like, oh, it really is going to be a while.
0: Oh, I I really Cause... hope we do. I'm really going to try. I, know. I just you can't believe closing, it. You have closing though. I know, and February is a short month. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we we got to figure out something.
1: Uh, <laughs> we have like 4 weeks. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, Speaking of kind of, kind of speaking of it, but <laughs> going through the clothes and stuff this weekend ties into our topic this week of being an only child mm-hmm. and the pros and cons of being an only child. And I think people have very strong opinions <laughs> on this and like to tell people, oh, you need to have another kid or, oh, like, like, everyone just has opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, especially, I mean, think back to before you even had Remy or I had Charlie. It's when are you going to have a baby? Huh, yeah. When are you going to have a baby? Like everyone just has an opinion on when, how soon, and how many. So we know <laughs> that Remy is not an only child. But there was it a 12-year gap between her and Jack? Um. No, it's... No, 14. 14. He's 16. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So while she's not an only child, in some way she is. Right. And then I myself am an only child. So we are going to be weighing in on both ends of it and, you know, like packing up, me actually unpacking Charlie's clothes. You don't need to ever do that again. So I think well, there so might cr- be some emotions behind that, oh, you know? yeah. So-
0: yeah. And it's funny that you brought up clothes because I finally pulled out her 3T bin this weekend I did the Josh, same exact thing yeah because I, sh- I was putting pants on her and <laughs> they were too short and I realized like I'm, some of them are skinny jeans and next thing you know I'm like why are you waddling oh you can't move <laughs> your legs because they're so tight like I was like all right it's time I got to pull out the 3T bend but then that also means you're folding up and putting away the smaller things and yeah it was just sad to me I was mean was it
1: emotional for you
0: I mean, not to the point where I'd like shed any tears or anything. If it was right before my period and not right after my period, it probably would be a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely, you know, pulling out now these bigger sized clothes and and there also a lot of them were my nieces. So I remember her when yes. she was that little and where she is now, mm-hmm. and I'm just like it's happening so fast and like I'll Robbie never will be there before you know it. Yeah and. As I pack the clothes away, you know, it's exciting to have new clothes and pull new stuff out and and have different memories just for my niece. But then packing them up and putting them away, it just feels so like you just you close that chapter and you, and you won't ever yeah. go back to that chapter. You just
1: know they'll never be that small again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that was like the part that was just like bye, you know, like it's, it's bittersweet. It's just, it, that's the perfect phrase is bittersweet.
1: Totally. Cause even like Charlie's new thing, the last probably I'd say week, maybe two weeks now is rock the baby. So before going to bed, she wants me to rock the baby. And so Aww. we do it, you know, we sing rock a by baby mm-hmm. on the treetop And we'll do it two times. And she knows after the first round, she goes, last one. (laughs) She knows mama will only do it twice because she would have me in there all the time. But when I rock her, I'm just like, oh, you used to be so small. And you're still, you're only two. You're a big two-year-old. You're very tall. And I'm sure I'll look back (laughs) on pictures from this year, a year from now. I'm like, oh, look how small she was. But it's Mm -hmm. just so different the way you rock them or the snuggles you get that yeah. you know i i mean we're expecting soon so i will revisit all that very soon but i've had friends say oh are you enjoying this will this be your last pregnancy and it's funny i hadn't thought about it until people start putting that idea in my head oh, oh I, I yeah i guess it could be in my head i would love to have 3 kids don't ask me when <laughs> Right. (laughs) (laughs) Time wise, or any of that. But I've always had, not always, but in the last 10 years, three has become my magic number. And we do have two embryos left still. So there's a chance for it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I wait. Phil's on the fence. I'm all for it. So we'll see. You know, in another six months, if we're like, whoa, nope, we're good. So I think just because I've had the idea of three kids in my head, I haven't thought of this as being my last pregnancy. and Right. So I'm like, oh, yeah, there are things that it could, I could not experience these kicks. And I take pictures once a week. It could be the last time that I document that or mm-hmm. start getting a baby's room ready and just mm-hmm. all these things. Do you think about that at all? Like you, you knew... Yeah. You were one and done.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think about it in terms of, you know, just as I see her, when I actually take notice of her getting bigger, whether it's all of a sudden she's speaking so much more or speaking so much clearer or actually Mm -hmm. saying phrases and in like the correct grammatical way. I know. Right. Yeah.
1: Or, you know, like just using pronouns. I'm like, what? You're (laughs) using pronouns now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not Uh, everything's Charlie's. (laughs) But I feel
0: like it's not on a regular basis, but it's like these, there's these moments where all of a sudden she's advanced or like I said, I, I, was putting a pair of pajama pants on her and they were just like high waters. They were too short. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I swear. I remember when I just pulled these out of the bin and they were big on you. Like what is happening? So those kinds of things kind of pull me back a little bit.
1: Do you think you really tried to embrace your pregnancy more than you would have knowing that would be the only one? Yes.
0: Yeah. I really do think I did. I think I, you know, there's like we were just talking right before the show where it's like you have to take time to, to take care of yourself and, mm-hmm. um, you know, self-care. <laughs> and, and I felt like when I was pregnant, it was the most present I've ever been in my life. I just I really took it in and I took care of myself and I enjoyed every day of that pregnancy.
1: So, yeah, I feel like you really did. Yeah. I mean, you and I kind of reconnected during our pregnancies so mm-hmm. i wasn't there for you know it but just based on the way we were talking it felt like we both were really just enjoyed it and took it in and the good the bad i mean it was mostly good but i mean you you do feel things that you don't feel
0: <laughs> if yeah. you're not
1: pregnant <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs>
0: And it just, so I feel like, I feel like I really took advantage of that. I feel like as she's getting older, work is getting busier, life just happens. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm t- still taking those steps back and having her and I days and time. And yeah. I, I will say when we it is her and I alone, I do find myself really just like, if she says, mama, sit, mama, sit, and I say, okay, hold on one second, or hold on, let me do this, let me do that, and then if she says it again, mama, sit, then I'll say, okay, this isn't that she has important. your attention. Yeah, like, yeah. this isn't that important. Like, when you in the whole scheme of things, yeah. I, can, I can go back to whatever I was doing. Like, I don't need to do that. But, you know, I get caught up in it sometimes where I'm saying, totally. hold on, let me do this, hold on, let me do this, and the next thing you know, she's gotten distracted, and I'm like, I never went and did that <laughs> did thing. <it>. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: It's such a fine line that they're getting to the point where they can do a little bit more on their own. Mm -hmm. So you try to take advantage and do things and then you're like, Wait, let me just soak in these moments.
0: Yeah. Like we just had a baking session this weekend and Yeah. It was cookies. Yeah, it was just such a great memory for me because she just Mm -hmm. she loves helping in the kitchen and uh, our friend gave us a belated holiday gift, and it had stuff to make cookies. So she was like, cookies, cookies. And I said, okay, when you wake up from your nap, we'll make cookies. And then what do you know? She woke up from her nap, and she said, cookies, cookies. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's do it. They I don't never make cookies. a thing.
1: It's so crazy. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and we did, and it was just such a great experience. I mean, she literally helped me from start to finish. She helped me pour stuff and break the egg and melt the butter and stir it and – uh, mold it into a ball and you know flatten it she even helped me with dishes for the first time so it was just it was really exciting to just have that experience with her and have her just be so into it and so happy and yeah it
1: was really sweet. yeah and it's those firsts for me that like you said it's the first time she helped with the dishes it's mm-hmm. any little first and then you know oh my gosh that's the last first of whatever it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean even for Charlie I'm just like oh she's getting older yeah things that were struggle aren't and she's just becoming so independent and Right. yeah it goes so quickly and we're talking there too and we're already feeling I like know. they're becoming independent I know so heaven forbid four six eight oh, I can't even <laughs> I can't even think
0: that far ahead I, I don't want to, <laughs> to right <be> <laughs>
1: have you wavered ever in, I mean, you went into having Remy mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, it was a very big decision. We won't get into that. Cause I think you've talked pretty extensively in other episodes, mm-hmm. but have you ever wavered on just having a glimmer of, Oh, well one more time, maybe. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely have, but I feel like, I, when I do think about it, I think about it on a personal level, my age and where I am in life on a, Mm -hmm. just a, a personal level. But when I look at my life, obviously, as it is, which is as a whole with Jason and Jack and Remy, it just, it doesn't work for our lifestyle. And so I you know, and because I, it did take so long to decide on Remy and I did really get in my head, okay, this is, this is it. It's her. I, as, anytime it pops into my head, I just kind of say, you know, I, it's hard to differentiate between what you always like thought of or dreamt as a, like a little kid or a little girl yeah, or even a teenager and kind of say, well, that's different this from my reality. Now. Yeah. Like yeah. reality is a different story. And when I think about it that way, I don't necessarily get like sad or push something away that I want. I just realize like I just I'm very grateful for what I do have. And I and I totally. love my family as it is. And then I just I just I focus on what I'm grateful for. And I mm-hmm. say, OK, well, now that just gives me all that much more time and space and energy and love for who is in my life and
1: yes, you know,
0: and I just say, I, I kind of tell myself those things, but I also, this is actually, it's funny that you asked me that because what I was going to ask you right beforehand was it's interesting. So you as an only child want three children I have found, and this is just in, you know, my experiences, but a lot of people I have spoken to a lot of times they want the same amount of children that they were or that they grew Mm. up with. So,
1: Oh, I always thought so you and I are
0: reversed. Now that I'm exactly, thinking of it. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I'm one of three, and I really liked the dynamic of three. I liked that there was always somebody that one of us could play with. I mean, sometimes it did cause a rift because then you could team up on one other person. For sure, but um, it's what I knew. So of course, like, why wouldn't I think? Oh, that's what I'm going to have because it's just what I knew, um, and and I do know. Other friends, they tend to have the same amount of children that they
1: as siblings. It's funny. I've never thought about that before. Yeah. And I mean, not everybody, but. Um, no, because if Phil came to me saying we're having 19 kids, I would be like, keep walking. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yes, true. Yes, true. Um, and obviously, there's my brother in law. He's one of seven. And clearly, that's not. A, yeah. A thing. But
1: you're saying on average, it feels. Like people typically replicate what they grew up with.
0: Yeah. Or they at least initially think that's what mm-hmm. they want. Um, so, and I've said to Jason before, this has been a conversation with us. Um, and, you know, when we all got together with my family and all the kids were together and I said, see, Remy will, she can stay occupied longer. Cause she's got somebody to play with somebody, you know, you know, they can just keep each other kind of occupied and busy and playing. And Wait,
1: who's they? Um
0: I was referring to my nieces and nephews when we were all together. Mm, gotcha, but whenever gotcha. I've spoken to Jason about, you know, if Remy, if Remy had a sibling, you know, and mm-hmm. he and he's said before, but it's what you know. Like you know what it's like to have a sibling. So you think, "Oh, she would have this this and this as a with a sibling, but she doesn't know any different. She knows no. what she has, and she, and so it's not going to affect her life one way or another. It's just what you know and thought and what you have now, and so it's a it's interesting perspectives that we've kind of
1: talked. I totally about. agree with you on that one because mm-hmm. I feel like growing up, people would say, "Oh, didn't you want a sibling?" Or you know, I mean, and I'm talking when I was still a kid people right. would say that and even into high school college and I'm sure now but just reflecting more in my school days and I would always say like that's all I know yeah
0: but were there times that you did because that I find that to be that's interesting that so many people would ask you that throughout all your stages of life because like, I
1: think it's all they know okay. that they had mm-hmm. someone so they can't picture the reverse I will say that I Played a lot with my friends and Uh my friends' siblings. Yeah, like I never felt lonely. Well, that's good. Um, So yeah, that I would play a lot with my friends. I feel like there was a few friends here and there that would get a little annoyed that I would play so well with their upper other siblings if I went over for like a play date. Right. Because I guess I just didn't understand. Like, no, I'm here to play with them. You know, I'm just yes kids there was this unspoken rule that <laughs> that's so funny I am their I could play date yep
0: yep I could see that <laughs> so
1: I didn't get that one and I think I was pretty imaginative and creative as a kid because you create all these games with yourself that I think one of could be a pro or a con but as a parent you're going to end up spending more time playing with your kid because they don't have that sibling right to play with but there was still a lot of time that I would have to create scenarios myself so my stuffed animals would become my friends and that I remember I would I created a whole cafe and I got all the Tupperware and stuff brought it to my playroom I made my own menu put the prices you know and I would serve them monopoly I was on monopoly and um so you know I'd get three other stuffed animals or dolls or what have you and I would, I was fine playing with the three other stuffed animals. I mean, sure, if there was someone else there, that would be great too. But I wasn't like, oh, okay, I have to play with my stuffed animals again. And I was <laughs> extremely fair in my game that I would lose to them. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so, so funny. You know, so you get very creative in that making you know three page menus with pictures and prices and when i created a library i created the little card jackets in the back of all my books and stapled and that i would check them out so you just i think i took things to another level yeah and i probably was way more uncool than i knew because i was i didn't have that <laughs> older sibling that was like what are you doing why are you still playing with stuffed animals why are you doing library and like using your imagination versus you know talking boys or you know I held on to my Fisher Price (laughs) you know remember those little brown recording yes you would I didn't know I should ask for a radio or a boombox you know I was like it plays music so in those ways I was just very naive and oblivious to maybe being as quote cool Mm -hmm. as my other friends but I also don't feel like I got made fun of of it you know yeah so i i was able to straddle a line probably because i wasn't like rolling over to my friend's house with my fisher price or my stuffed animals <laughs> yeah <Aww. laughs> but so yeah I, I think you just you adapt yeah yeah, yeah. thank you that's a good word <laughs> so well that's you, interesting you all that too because time being... you're with remy you'll yeah. get a lot more because you have to play with her more yeah and Jack kind of serves that purpose, too, right now. Like, is, he's still home. Yeah, he's still he knows home. knows what he'll do in a few years. But I know, he exactly. he plays with her.
0: Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's and it's funny because having Casey as an older sibling, growing up, I felt like because we were four years apart, so as soon as Jessica and I were getting into a school, she was getting out of it, we were always mm-hmm. just, like, just far enough apart that, like, I didn't feel necessarily like I had that old, older sibling to, like,
1: really teach was so it's almost things. you and Jess figuring things out
0: yeah yeah I mean I would definitely take pointers on fashion stuff and hair and makeup and that kind of a thing from
1: oh yeah Casey. that's where I suffered miserably lots of blackmail pictures at my younger days <laughs> oh well I have those too
0: so <laughs> <laughs> I, was I don't know that it would have mattered night that shows, much <laughs> oh they could
1: have their array of pictures with like oh and this was you <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've gone back through pictures and I'm like, oof,
0: teenage years were interesting. Um, Uh. But, yeah, it was Jessica and I. But I also have, I mean, having a twin is such a rare thing, too. I always Mm -hmm. had, you know, I just always had my best friend with me. So that was also, I mean, Jessica and I always said, we want to have twins because we love growing up as twins.
1: And I've been wanting a twin. See, I'm just like trying to recreate your life. I want three kids and I wanted two of them to be (laughs) twins. And I didn't know it until this moment. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, that is funny. I I will say that I don't know if it was being an only child, but I do feel like I was able to travel quite a bit. So that could be a pro to being an only child that Mm -hmm. as a family of three slash four for you, depending when you have Jack that travel's easier, that it's more affordable, you can pick up and go a little easier. There's just like less consideration schedules to balance sometimes. That
0: is true. Because I have my girlfriend who's got three kids and they're all so active that, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very, very hard right now in these, you know, eh, middle school to high school years to travel because... One's got soccer this weekend. Kids are so involved. They're so involved. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. that is true. That is definitely true. Hopefully we will do some traveling. Let's do some traveling.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's so much easier. And I, again, I didn't know any different that I was fortunate enough to whether it was a two hour car ride to we jump on a plane. I mean, it can, it doesn't even have to be truly like a plane. It can be, oh, we're going to a restaurant like you did this weekend. Oh, yeah. You could, it's, you don't have to consider as much. So that's a positive. And in that respect, Remy's also getting more exposure to things that she might not be able to. Yes. Very true. You Thank know. you. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I feel like Remy will fall into as a pro, for in you know, our pro and cons mm-hmm. of, you know, having one kid that there's no sibling fights. I mean, I just can't picture Jack (laughs) getting into a fight with her. No, but it
0: is kind of funny. They have such like a sibling relationship. Like it's such a love hate. It's so funny. Oh, do they? Oh yeah. that age. Oh yeah. Well, it's not, I mean, obviously Jack is older, so he can handle it better, but he definitely gets like upset sometimes if, if he's like, okay, bye Remy. And she's like, no, bruh, brah. And he's like, (laughs) Can can I have a hug? No, Barbara. No, no. And she'll and she'll like fuss and she'll swat mm-hmm. at him and he's like, "Ready or mean?"
1: And then he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she gets to win basically every time. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'm like, Remy, You Aww. you know, it's Barbara. You should say bye. You, you know, it's not nice. Barbara loves you. He wants to give you a hug. No." And I say, okay, oh. fine. Well, maybe one day Brubber won't say bye to you. How will you feel? No, Brubber.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're talking to a two-year-old, so there's oh, no I know. comprehension there. I know, but it's she's true. not going to
0: remember any of it,
1: but... No, and that's cute. But, like, versus the way you had to fight, fought with Jess and oh, Casey. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And I remember my friends, I mean, I remember going over to one friend's house, and her brother was four, he well like when we were freshmen he was a senior but yeah so he was four years and I went to grade school with her but I remember like they used to fight like cats and dogs oh yeah and I mean to the point where like took the dog's collar and was trying to like chase her around and like put it around her neck like I was oh just yeah like, oh, oh oh okay this is what people do you're All like right. it's
0: entertaining like, but you're also like okay can we just like play and have fun like <laughs> What a waste yeah, of time. I'm
1: like, what's going on? So I definitely missed out on that. Maybe a little conflict resolution. <laughs> Maybe that's why I hide my emotions. I uh, sit on them a little longer than <laughs> being used to uh, just letting it out. I don't know. That's so... funny
0: because we definitely had, yeah. I mean, there were definitely some big blowouts. and
1: Did you grow out of it as you've gotten older or...
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, I mean, I feel like it's just natural for siblings to have their rivalries here and there. And, you know, Jessica and I also went through phases. Like, if we just were doing too much and we just bumped heads, bumped heads, bumped heads. And then there were other times, you know, that we just got along great. Um, But Mm -hmm. we needed our space. And we eventually, you know, got our own bedrooms. And we really, we needed that. We didn't get our own bedrooms until we were in high school and we shared a room up until then. And it was just, we got to the point where we just, we needed our own space.
1: It's so funny you mentioned the bedroom thing. So Phil, like he, you know, he's 15 of 19 kids. Uh huh. So they all shared rooms. Oh yeah. And that's such a foreign concept to me mm-hmm. of sharing a room. And even in talking about, you know, having kids, this was before Charlie and talking now, whether two versus three, just the continual conversation of it is he's like yeah at some point like if we had because we have th- we have three bedrooms aside from ours so it's four bedroom house but three and the one of them's a guest bedroom and i'm like oh if we have three kids we could just get rid of that guest bedroom and phil is like the kids can just share a room and to me i'm like why would they share a room <laughs> so that is where i'm like <laughs> why would they hey, everyone share just a room? gets their- yeah i'm just like wait everyone should just have their own room but mm-hmm. it, and then he just reminded me that Maybe I saw it at my friend's house, but at one point, probably like junior high, going into high school, I had requested to have a bunk bed. For who? I don't know. But I got myself (laughs) a bunk bed in junior high. So maybe it's something I saw my friends who share bedrooms that (laughs) they have bunk beds and it looked like such a fun thing to have, Yeah. you know, and I would switch. I'm like, "Mm, I'll take the top bunk tonight. Oh, no. Now I'm going to do the bottom. Oh, so <laughs> funny.
0: Yeah, Jessica and I had bunk beds for a okay. long time. And so
1: high school, you got your space.
0: Yeah, eventually in high school. I don't remember okay. exactly when it was. It was is definitely not freshman year, maybe sophomore mm-hmm. or junior year. Uh, sophomore year, I would say. Yeah, we finally – we had gotten our own rooms because, I mean, we got to the point where we we also lived so differently. I was ex- – like, I was clean and organized, and Jessica was really messy. Jessica was also yeah. a night owl, and I was a morning bird. So, oh, you know, we had hard different hard sleep in schedules. in the same and room. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard. Like, I would rather wake up and finish my homework if I had to do that. Jessica would stay up all night, and it was just – we just were different. We were, t- like, complete opposites. It got to the point where I would make – a line down the center of the room and be
1: like you can't (laughs) I've only seen that over this line
0: (laughs) yeah this is my line that's your line it's so funny and yeah it was just we were just different and we just needed our own space because we started to just bump heads we just were bumping heads too much just in because we were just together too much yeah and I think that's something that we realized as we got older is you just need your space and it's it's because you say like why would kids share rooms like it's just so foreign to you my yeah. niece and my nephew obviously had different rooms and then once my uh yeah. my other nephew came along nephew, he's yep. a baby so he has to have his own room he's on, he has naps and all that so now my niece and my nephew share a room and they do have bunk beds and to me it was funny because a boy and a girl sharing a room was foreign because i was i grew up with all girls so I never knew. I anybody. feel like I don't hear
1: about that much. If people share, you yeah. just assume it's going to be the two boys or two girls, like the same sex, right. but would at, share a room.
0: But at the same time, they're the closest in age, and I, I yeah. found that now that they are sharing a room, they actually get along a little bit better too. Huh? They they still have their moments, but they get along for sure. Better. Which they're
1: going to have their moments no matter what. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Well, Remy will always have her own room, so. Yes, yes, she will. (laughs) She's good on that front. (laughs) Now, I don't know. I'm I'm curious, one, as a bigger picture, if people have actually said to you, like, oh, my God, you're making a huge mistake with just having Remy. Like, have people, I want to say, had the audacity to even give their opinion in that regard? No,
0: I mean, I wouldn't go as far as saying that. I've definitely had people ask me, you know, if or when. I'm going to have another baby. I think mm-hmm. people who just don't assume
1: you're going to have more than one.
0: Well, they assume, and then people who might not know, you know, me that well, mm-hmm. they just see a young Remy, a young mom, and they're like, or I should say younger looking than my age. mom. <laughs> um, We're going with young. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess they all just, how you feel, they just kind of assume, you know, yeah. that you're going to, and I'm like, not nope, one and done, and you know I'll say jokes once in a while and laugh it off, that kind of a thing. But I just don't give it too much thought, really. You ever
1: ever had like an awkward moment with that, with someone say, "Oh, when you're having your next. and then when you tell them you're not, that they give you a face like, "Oh," or you know, have you ever experienced anything I, along those luckily, lines?
0: Luckily, I haven't. Okay. Luckily, I haven't. Good. Um, I do remember. Oddly enough, and this is a, might be a little off topic, but I remember my friend one time was saying to me, she was dating somebody and she was like, well, if we were going to have a child, like I wouldn't want, we don't want to have a kid ourselves. We'd want to adopt. And I said, I was like, and I realized it came across really rude afterwards. I didn't mean it in the moment. I, I was like, really? I said, are you not able to have, like, do you mind me asking? Are you not able to have kids? She goes, Oh no, I can. And I was like, "Why wouldn't you?" Like I just did, and she and she was like, "You know, I've I have medical problems. He has medical problems, and you know, and I know there was some de- depression in there, and this and that. I just didn't even think much of it. And I'm like, but I think you're such a beautiful person. Like I don't, and but I think so she on was like a just... different
1: topic. You had the reaction that some people could have too.
0: Yes, and it wasn't until yeah. like." after like I had seen her face when I said it but it was just like I was just reacting and I didn't mean for it to come come out Mm -hmm. wrong but I realized that I think I offended
1: her when I was like why I it just comes across as closed-minded yeah
0: exactly and I didn't Mm -hmm. mean it as that and I realized what I didn't say afterwards was like well I just like you're I love you I think you're I, I love the person that you are you know with the your lows and your highs kind of a thing
1: but I didn't I never ended up you were coming from a positive that yes. if someone genetically had her DNA they'd be lucky not that you were against yeah adopting, yes. But your words just definitely exactly. didn't come out the way you intended exactly <laughs>
0: and then we got off topic and then later yeah. on and then I, played it back in your head yes and I was like oh my gosh I I think I really offended her and I didn't mean to like it totally came out the wrong way. It was definitely more coming from more of like an inquisitive spot, but also, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously clearly nothing against adoption. I think adoption is such a beautiful thing, but I just, yeah, I realized, yeah. So it's funny that you say that because I'm in hindsight, I'm like, I've, I've had reactions to things that I realize probably came across pretty offensive and close minded. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I don't know, close minded, but I feel like stereotypes that I have, like, I feel like I always hear regarding only children Mm -hmm. is that we are selfish and spoiled. And that drives me nuts. Like, oh, you don't know how to share. And I just, I can't stand that one. Because I think that all comes down to how you were raised. That, yes, Mm -hmm. I was extremely lucky that everything was mine. But I, I don't know if it was, My parents must have put a focus on things, but I just, I don't remember ever struggling with sharing with, whether I went over to a friend's house or just growing up, I'm happy to share things and I don't feel entitled or I, I think my parents for sure made me realize how lucky I was that if I could travel or I got something new, one, I had to earn what I got, Mm -hmm. um, I did, you know, whether I did something kind or I did well in school, like it wasn't an automatic, okay, now you get this reward. Yeah. But it was just like, they made me realize like I should be thankful things aren't necessarily just a given. And right. then growing up, I also did a lot of, and this was largely through my schools, but I did a lot of community service. So we would visit Kids at Shriners or do food drives, but it wasn't just collecting the food. We would go deliver it to these families and meet them, and they could be kids like my age with parents. So I was, I think, exposed to that. Yes, I am lucky, but not everyone is that way. So I just the stereotype of you can't share and you're selfish. Yeah, it it's just, it just that one does drive me nuts.
0: <laughs> I could understand that. Now, have you ever come across? an only child that that was selfish oh, or sure but you come across any yeah. people with even but with I feel lives. you could
1: come across anyone that yeah. like so it's just the, the stereotype of it that I think with all things you just have to show your kids the other side whether we always succeed in, in that right probably not yeah but that's just such a stereotype. Do you ever worry about that with Remy?
0: So I hadn't really thought about it, but now that you're saying it, I have, I, I know I have used this term before. And I can't give you specifics of a person or a situation because it was just so long ago. But I do remember using, I would say, oh, they have only child syndrome. I would say that. <laughs> yeah. I can but I, can't. I mean, it's not like
1: outright <laughs> offensive and like, oh my God, I can't believe she used those words. But I just think it's an automatic assumption that, oh, you're only child, therefore you are. Right. Right. That's the part that bothers me. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's rude. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think in some ways I actually share better than Phil. He is almost the opposite and more possessive of his, of his things. Yeah. Like well, I can totally like, see that. And I think it's because he had so many siblings, he never had anything himself. Right. I mean, not to say he never had anything himself, but you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There was a lot more sharing involved. So Mm -hmm. now as an adult, he's like, yeah, this is my space. Yeah. I've earned this. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I mean, even honestly, for him, like, I'm like, here, you need me to use my phone? Go for it. Me to use his phone? Ooh, that is a hard one for him. He will, but you can just see his shoulders tighten. I mean, it's funny. I'm like you are worse at this than me. That is funny. You know, I'm like my computer. I'm like, yeah, do you want like to put your fingerprint in here or use the password so you can use it? He's like, no. And on the reverse, he doesn't want to tell me his. Oh my i like, so like You know, so it's just like, I'm like, sure, whatever. I mean, I'm not handing out to everyone. I mean, you know, like yeah. he's my husband. So I don't understand on the other side of it. Like, why wouldn't you share? Right. I will say one thing and I do want to, I, I, Kind of got a little off topic, maybe, but (laughs) that I have noticed because being an only child that I never had to eat quickly and worry about leftovers or seconds or getting the food on the table, you know, your favorite whatever dish that was out before everyone else, you know, I, I could just take my time eating it and knowing that there would be seconds
0: okay so i i hear what you're saying because i know johnny's family was very much the same way too it was like first come first serve like get what you can when you can uh i didn't feel that way i we my mom always my mom and dad both always made plenty of food and they did that intentionally, too, because they liked to have leftovers for the week. Mm-hmm. And so I never felt like there wasn't enough food or I had to, like, scrounge for my sir, like, my helping, my serving. But I know what you're saying because I've heard that from other, like, people I know with bigger families.
1: Yeah, and I'm not even referring to Phil's family. I'm just that part of the food. I've noticed if I go to other people's homes, whether as a kid or an adult. And maybe not so much dinners, because as adults, I think we try to make sure we have enough for our guests. Mm -hmm. But so I guess as a kid going over to other people's homes, I was like, oh, like it would just happen repeatedly at different families, different dynamics. I'm like, oh, you actually have to put everything you think you may want to eat on your plate first and then (laughs) eat slowly. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. so That's i just funny. think it's something that i feel like maybe not everyone and maybe i'm doing the stereotype on the reverse that mm-hmm. i feel like it's something people encounter that i've been told many times like you are a slow eater or they will deem themselves a slow eater and then they eat with me and like oh no you're slow yeah so like this teacher thing and a 30 minute lunch it's rough for me man all my oh, other jobs yeah. were an hour lunch i'm like Oh, who can eat this fast? Oh, I know. I'm I feel like I'm in a food eater. eating contest. I know it's crazy, and you're like, wait,
0: it's over. I'm not even digesting. Yes. I haven't even
1: finished eating. Like, let
0: alone oh, digested. My God.
1: Yes, I'm eating like my hot food, and then I bring like my apple and the rest of it back to my class because my kids are napping, and once they're asleep, I can finish my lunch because I'm like, I can't do this. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> um, going back to your question about being yeah. concerned about Remy, yeah, you know, potentially, you know being maybe labeled or even being that person. I agree with Spoiled you. Spoiled
1: or can't share. Yeah, yeah,
0: I agree. I feel like it's all in how you raise your kid. And I would hope that, and I, I, I just have always thought, like even though there is such a huge age difference between Jack and Remy, I feel like they have such a, a special and beautiful relationship that although it may be a little Different than the average sibling gap, mm-hmm. that they're always going to hit different phases in their development, and it's just gonna work. It's gonna bring different dynamics to the relationship, and it's just gonna help. And I just feel like that's gonna give her her own kind of unique experience too than other people, and and I think she'll benefit from it. So. Um, definitely
1: but in terms of like spoil like jack's not trying to play with her toys and honestly wants them oh no you know she, what i mean I so definitely like, don't think are you she'll... making a conscious effort in that yes. just because you know oh yeah like, oh she doesn't have anyone else to teach her that so we need to be the ones to teach her that
0: oh yeah i definitely yeah we definitely do i don't think jason and i go easy on her very often It's only when we're, like, extremely exhausted that we kind of, like, cave a little bit. But who doesn't? Uh, I think that's called parenting. (laughs) But, no, definitely try and, no, I would say, no, we definitely, um, like, put her foot down. Don't let her get away with stuff that Mm -hmm. she shouldn't just because it's her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree from, you know, the times that we hang out. I feel like. You definitely are like you need to share and this and that yeah finding a balance oh yeah I mean, really both girls are only kids right now I know <laughs> so. there's still the babies they in my are. eyes mm-hmm. totally well I have I so for me and I'd love your thoughts on it because I know like you said t- deciding to have around me you didn't go into lightly Uh So I'm sure you thought over all of the different aspects at the time of like, what would that mean Uh with the age gap and all that for me personally, I mean, like I said earlier in the show, I didn't know any different. So I was fine being an only child. It hasn't been until I'd say mid to late twenties that that's the first time the thought crept into my mind of oh, it kind of would be nice not to be only child. Uh And I never thought that growing up. And I think there was kind of like two things that jumped out at me. And the reason being the first one and probably the biggest one is that you don't have anyone else to complain about your parents with or to understand how you grew up and be able to just swap those stories or just understand your upbringing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like knowing when your parents do pass eventually that you still have that sibling around mm-hmm. that knows you so that I, I guess it's just like oh you me as a, being older life and understanding that life will change parents pass and it kind of just ends with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's where it first started trickling in. And then also on the other side, this was before I met Phil, was, oh, will I ever be an aunt or an uncle? Oh, not an uncle, <laughs> an aunt. Mm-hmm. So, you it's, again, it's more life. You're thinking about next stages. Yes. And that you don't know who your partner will be and I mean, at one point I had a serious boyfriend and he was also an only child. I'm like, oh, maybe not. So it's though in those moments as I got older that I thought about, oh, maybe it would be nice to have a sister. And I, I feel like lots of people or a brother, I don't know, I stopped there, but like you said, you fought when you were younger, but as we're all getting older, that they seem to be their best friend. And so Mm -hmm. I think that part would be nice to have.
0: Yeah. And I agree. And I've definitely thought of those things too with Remy. Um, uh, Yeah. It's so interesting that you say all of that because it, it, as you do get older, you do start to think about these life cycles, right? And Mm -hmm. yes. And yeah, your parents, your parents passing. And, you know, I've thought too, you know, I can turn to my sisters and I can tell them anything. And I love having that. And I have – and that's part of what I was saying to to Jason is, well, she won't have that, you know. And he's like, Mm -hmm. you don't know what she's going to have, you know. You can't determine that for her. And I think, you know, one of my best friends growing up, she was one of three kids, but her brother and sister were much older. And so Mm -hmm. there was definitely, like, that gap – where she maybe wasn't as close. And I think they've definitely gotten closer as they've gotten older. But at the time, like when we, even we were in high school, it just, there wasn't a a a close connection because there was just, they were off doing their own things. They were living their own lives. And um, yeah, I've thought of that.
1: Yeah. Because Jack could move away when he turns 18 and come yep. back. Or you don't know what he'll do.
0: Right. You have no idea. And, and what I try and just like, remind myself is like you can't you can't plan out your whole life you can't you know and and so I've I think I've always when I've thought about it in that way where I always had this my sisters to turn to and I've just always hoped like I hope Remy finds a person in her life I don't care if it's a friend if it's a partner if whoever it is somebody that that she can always turn to in those moments when she can't turn to her parents or she can't turn to her brother or she can't, I hope she always has a person.
1: Totally. And I feel like I do have those people, but it's still different. Yes. And it's just, it's different. You see it through your close friends, even the ones that I call family. It's just different. Yes, So that's something that can't be replicated that I'm like, Oh, I, feel in a way I've missed out, not that I'm like, woe is me or, you know, necessarily I absolutely want a sibling, but there is a part of me at times and probably the older I get that it would be nice that just someone that gets you knows you, how you were brought up. So kind of, they just get that part. Mm-hmm.
0: No. And I, and I hear what you're saying and I've thought, I've thought too, at times before, You know, maybe that will be something that makes Jack and Remy a little bit closer. He was -hmm. essentially an only child of Jason and Melinda. She is essentially an only child of Jason and myself. And maybe they can
1: bond in that way. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. So I've thought about it in that way, and and at the end of the day, yeah, you have no idea what's gonna pan out. So.
1: No. I just, you know, I and just... everything works out. It's just like you said, mm-hmm. it might not be how the life that you had drawn up for yourself in the beginning, but the way it ends up could be even better. Like exactly. you just, you, you don't know. Yeah.
0: And you just have to go with your gut and your instinct and your mm-hmm. heart and do the very best that you can. And, you know, just, just. Hope that it all turns out even better than you're hoping it will. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, that is a really valid point, you know, you bringing this up as you're getting older and you're thinking, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, you know, if something happens to my parents, like, it's just, it's me, you know? And it's also you yeah, not just maybe necessarily being left alone, but then it's just, it's you dealing too.
1: more or you know mm-hmm. I'm estranged from my parents right now and I would love for someone else to be able to weigh in yes on that knowing both my parents the way I do and knowing me that I'm kind of being a neutral party mm-hmm. that as much as I can explain to everyone else no one knows what our relationship was before it wasn't you know mm-hmm. like no one knows how close we were through childhood except me and them right so in in those kind of moments you just you don't know yep yeah yeah so.
0: and I think there's just this you can be a little raw and a little harsher I think as siblings and speaking to one another because <laughs> yes. there is like at this, the end of the day yeah there's <laughs> still is, siblings <laughs> there's this blood that's still tying you together in a sense you know what I mean. But, yeah, and I've
1: never been one to believe you know family has to be blood. Right. But there is something to be said for being raised together. I will yes, say yes,
0: yes, for sure. And you've mm-hmm. just you know each you've known each other your whole lives, so you mm-hmm. can you can say things and and yes, you know things be more
1: unfiltered. <laughs>
0: yeah, more unfiltered. And you also you just might know more of the ins and outs of each other exactly. to be able to maybe.
1: Offer uh, an opinion,
0: yeah, offer an opinion or decipher why you might feel or act a certain way based on your previous experiences without you having to say anything because you just know your sibling just knows because they've been there. Um, yeah, there's a number of different things, but but you can also like you know i have I have some friends where I can turn to this person this person or that person in these scenarios and that person this person or that one yeah, in this scenario absolutely. and it's great to have that blend of people in your life that just know you from different walks of life and yeah i don't know
1: i totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> do you have anything else to add on being an only child anything on this topic no i feel like we covered
0: so many bases it's um i loved it
1: yeah The pros
0: and cons. The the pros and cons.
1: Throw them up in the air, and it will be what it'll be. It's gonna be what it's gonna be, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We all turn out. It's just a different, different journey. So, before we get into mom fashions, one of our favorite parts, Mm -hmm. I would love to remind people how they can reach us via email. We are Mom Jeans and Minivans at yahoo.com. And then we're also on social media, we have Instagram, and Facebook are the same. It's mom jeans and minivans. And there we try to post lots of fun stuff, things that are relevant to the topic and just things that spontaneously come up. But that's where you can really see our pictures and interact with us. And then we have Twitter, which is mom jeans M I N the number one mom jeans min number one,
0: yay! <laughs> Please do reach out to us. Love hearing from everybody. Um, yeah. And of course, where would you be if you couldn't hear us? So uh,
1: we are missing out, Trisha. They'd be missing out. No,
0: no where would you be?
1: <laughs>
0: we can we can be found really on any platform. Um, we are on Stitcher, Spotify itunes google play and iheart radio uh if you do feel so inclined or have the time just hit those five stars and give us a good review it really gets um our name out there and introduces us mm-hmm. to more people who may be going through the same thing as us which is parenting <laughs> yes
1: we love to hear it all we love to find our people <laughs> exactly all right. Well, let's do our mom fashions.
0: Mom fashion time. Do you want to go first?
1: Sure. Okay, I'll go. do it. Go it. So my mom fashion is, thankfully, I need some wood right now. I need a knock because <laughs> I feel like this phase has passed. This is about a week ago. This happened with Charlie. But um, mornings have been very difficult getting her ready for school.
0: Uh-oh.
1: About a week, week and a half ago, that it was Phil is usually on Charlie duty while I'm getting ready. And it was painful for me. And he had 90% of the brunt. Getting her ready is just so painful, Tr- Trisha. Oh she just, you know. Is it like an independence we, thing? Independence, I feel like giving her too many choices, it was on every turn, was just creating this crazy long drawn out process oh my gosh I could but not that. everything needs a choice right and so anyways it was just who i mean we try to leave the house at 7 30 and there was one day that literally it was 7 25 and she was still in her pajamas she mm-hmm. would not get changed and we one don't like to force her to do things but also, have you tried getting a two-year-old dressed, even if you did? Like, it's near impossible. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> they I are know. squirrely. They are fighty. So, all of the, all of this is to say it has been... Well, it was. I'm going to say past tense because she has been really good. Like the last three days of school, we changed some things up. So I'm hoping it created like a new dynamic. Good. But back when <laughs> it wasn't so good. So Phil magically got her in the car seat, you know, and we're just like, oh, oh my God. And she was screaming, Trisha, This is the only time so far that she literally screamed from when she got in the car seat. Phil got her buckled i think i was in the front seat like trying to keep her arm in while he's trying to buckle the other part you know because she would just slide it out Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god and what what does she say
0: anything like no school or like what is making her
1: well yeah she does say no school but she just she was being forced to it was just like everything that morning yeah honestly Mm -hmm. it was just everything you know like it's two-year-old reasoning but my mom fashion is that so not only did she scream the whole way to school, which is super relaxing way to start off your school day before oh God, dealing with a room full of toddlers.
0: If there's anything <laughs> that can go straight to my nerves, it's screaming in the car.
1: <laughs> oh, well, you would have loved this ride. Oh, no. But um Trisha, so Phil had buckled her up and I look and pretty much our whole way to school is on roads that are 50 miles an hour or more and it's not like there's a shoulder or anything it's not a freeway but mm-hmm. it's I, I don't know what you call the, the the roads i look back trisha she had gotten her arms out of the buckles and <gasps> i did not know what to do i was like she's screaming there's nowhere to really pull off and we're like we're late i was like oh my god we're about to go over the bridge like i i can't oh my gosh pull over so i was like so freaked out i was like i mean i'm trying to drive careful anyways but you're especially like it's just on her bottom like her lower half is right. like buckled because she had freed up and her i'm arms. sure was, she's like, flailing around back there yes i was like are you kidding me oh my god i was just like we made it to work okay but my mom fashion is i didn't know what to do i was like you pull off not pull off. like i i was like where do i pull right, off? right like so what's I just, more dangerous yeah i just i kept going and sometimes
0: stopping is worse (sighs) you can like for for the mood because then she thinks she's getting out and then you're buckling in her tighter and she's like
1: (laughs) so i think you did the right thing oh but it was so nerve-wracking because then again you're like i mean you could get in a car accident and 20 miles an hour could become dangerous right but when you're going those speeds and i was like oh my gosh please don't get any further out of your harness i'm imagining like what happens if we get hit okay our lower half's attached but oh my god the top i was just like oh my god but i I was just so stressed out so my mom fashions i kept going i really didn't know what to do in the moment so i was just hyper aware of everyone (laughs) around me and probably giving extra time on my signals and everything so that was my
0: Oh my gosh, how stressful. Like, I feel stressed out just hearing that. That is, I oh. cannot, I cannot stand the screaming in the car. It is just, Lucky well,
1: for you, I do have a picture, everyone, because <laughs> when we were, you know, a block or two from school, I do finally hit a few red lights and stop signs. And at that point, I'm like, okay, we are two minutes from school and keep going. But I sent a picture to Phil. Look what she did. So oh I do gosh, have a picture. Oh my gosh, I need to see this picture. <laughs> so I will put that up on Instagram and Facebook for everyone. Oh, yes. <laughs> what is your mom fashion
0: so it is so interesting that that is your mom fashion because mine also has to do with uh rough mornings so that's odd because it happened this morning and i was like oh my gosh i need to talk about this so i have learned that lazy sunday mornings just they cannot happen (laughs) 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 so remy is a early bird in the six o'clock range wake up person yes, yes. um typically anywhere between charlie woke we'll at 8
1: 30 today i'm six. just saying okay
0: i don't even know the <laughs> last time i she saw 8 30 as a wake up like i can't even so she's usually anywhere between 6 10 and 6 30 oh, gosh. on a really good day i might get seven <sighs> but i think it's happened day. once so yeah she usually comes climbs into bed Starts to nurse, which I am, which on a little side note, I have officially weaned her at night. So Wow, that's huge. Huge. Um, We'll talk about that another time. But, so she comes in, she nurses, and then it's kind of like, uh, she'll be like, one tube? Like, let me just watch one YouTube show. And you're like, Mm. oh my gosh. Like, no. (laughs) But on the weekends, that's when you're like, "Oh, oh, okay, maybe just one. Like, we'll just do one. So a lot of times what Jason and I will, will do is we'll, we'll kind of take turns. Like, all right, I'll get Saturday morning, you get Sunday morning. So we can, at least one of us can sleep in a little bit while coming off being sick and whatnot. I was like, so do I get my morning? And Jason was like, yes. And I was like, listen, she's going to want to watch the show. Do not Let her stay here until 8 o'clock. I'm telling you, 8 o'clock is the number. Like, she needs to eat before 8 o'clock or else her whole (laughs) being is thrown off, her whole schedule, everything. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of going in and out. And I remember saying at one time, make sure she eats. Don't go too late. Make sure she eats. Well, what do you know? It's like 8.06. I look at my clock and I was like, she started to throw a fit at absolutely nothing. And I was like, I told you, you can't go back. Oh my gosh. She was miserable. Just (sighs) having a fit here, having a fit there, screaming. Nothing was soothing her. I had to get up out of bed. She, no papa, no papa. We have to change your diaper. No papa. Like, would not allow anything. I have a tendency, I typically can get Remy pretty calm. I know, I just, I know her I know methods so I yeah. climb out of bed I pick her up I give her a fruit pouch and I said you want this fruit pouch yes okay eat the fruit pouch let Papa change your diaper okay so but then after that then then he's making breakfast and it's taking a little too long and she's coming into the room mama, mama. I was like okay well so much for a in but bottom line is is Mama didn't get Any morning this week
1: to be able to sleep in. Let alone, like, basically woken up in like the most stressful situation. Oh my gosh, (laughs) like the most
0: stressful. So, but that is something I, this is the, this is, I think I want to say, this is the third time this has happened. Two times it was myself. This time it was like I kept trying to give him the warning, but he learned for himself. Like you literally, she gets so hangry. You cannot think about a child waking up at like
1: six and she's like, she mm-hmm. needs food. And it's been two hours. Yeah. It's been two hours. In her world. Yeah.
0: I mean, you can go all the way up until like 745, 730, and you, you might still catch that window if you can make something fast. However, you just, there as soon as eight hits, like you're done for and it throws off her whole
1: day. Her whole day is off after that. Threw off your whole morning, so <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it
0: sure did. So my mom fashion is sleeping in just isn't worth it.
1: <laughs> oh, well I can relate to the inconsolable having their moments, you know, one moment it's like I want this shoe. No. I want that shoe. No, I wanted to grab my own shoe. Uh uh-uh, uh I want mama. No, I want dad to it's yep. like, oh Yeah. So I feel ya. <laughs> Ooh, like That's, I said, I feel like she's coming out of it, but yeah. that can be stressful. So Yeah, it can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Our only children for the time being.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Oh, gosh. Well, on that note, until next time. Until next time. Ciao. Ciao.